you just tuned into the hippest way to start and grow your indie author career, learn the ins, the outs, and all the all-arounds of self-publishing with the team from D2D and their industry-influencing guests. You're listening to Self-Publishing Insiders with Draft2Digital. Hello and welcome to Draft2Digital Self-Publishing Insiders. This is Mark Leslie LeFay from Draft2Digital and I am honored to have with me in the virtual studio today, Philippa A. Warner. Welcome, Philippa. Hello, good to be here. So we're going to talk about scribe count. Now I'm really excited to talk about scribe count, um, but first... I want to get into the background of scribe count because there's you and there's another person and you're writers and you're trying to make a living and you're trying to figure out where you're making your money. Is that a good segue exactly. into where you came from? <laughs> yeah. So uh, Randall, actually, Randall Wood is our CEO um, and the original uh, idea founder of scribe count. And so he started publishing in 2007, right after Kindle launched. And he realized, you know, he was going on and checking that clunky Amazon sales reporting page and looking at it just being like, wow, I'm selling books. And um, you could go every hour and see what was happening. And then the number of platforms ballooned and the need for data became very pressing. You had to be agile. You had to be able to make those changes for the two to three week turnaround on books. And it was hours a day looking at each different reporting page. And we've all been there. You're looking at Barnes and Noble, you're looking at Kobo, you're looking at um, draft digital, you see a spike and you're thinking, okay, is that Tolino? Is that Vivlio? Is that? Um, and so in order to be adaptable, you have to be getting this data. Getting the data is time consuming. It's error prone because who among us hasn't copied into the wrong column in Excel? I do it regularly. Guilty. <laughs> 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 and so for Randall and I, it was, we wanted to use scribe count and I was, it, he reached out to me. Uh, we knew each other as authors and said, Hey, are you interested in helping out with this? And holy crap, was I? Um, and so it, what's been fantastic about it is you hear about scribe count and you think, Oh, that's, that sounds really useful. And then actually watching it in action is crazy. Just being able to, uh, to log in and say, oh, I had a huge spike on Kobo today. I wonder what that was. Or, you know, my urban fantasy series is selling really, really strongly at Apple. I should I should make some ads. Just being able to see that is incredible. Um, and so here we find ourselves. We brought in uh, someone to do the, the smart developer part. And we're just doing the author part in the background. <laughs> <laughs> doing the author part in the background. So let's... Um, this is a different way of getting the data too, because one of the things I think I was most impressed with as uh, I was lucky enough to be an early uh, beta user of ScribeCount is I didn't need to give you all my passwords. Oh my yes. God, revolutionary. Yes, we, uh, so uh, speaking of the developers we brought on, they were, they were very kind. They did not, um, you know, stab us or, or send a, swarm of bees in the mail or anything like that uh, because we said to them look we're working with authors we're authors too they're going to want to know that we don't have their data they're going to want to know that we don't have their login information because their banking and tax information is on these websites they don't want someone to know how to get that right. um so you need to find a way to get this information while they still have control of all their data 
and we don't have anything sensitive. And so what they managed to do, which we're incredibly proud of, is basically uh, when you set up scribe count, you show it several doors. You say, I've got accounts in these places. Here's where they are. And scribe count says, hey, could you uh, log in and open the door for me? And you do. And then it can send requests, but you can close that door at any time you want. Scribe count doesn't have any control over those links between itself and the the platform, it just relies on whether or not you're logged in at the time. So when your computer is off, it's not updating. Um, if you decide to sign out, if for some reason you decide, I don't want it to know about my sales at draft to digital I've, I, I want to be secretive, we won't, you can unsync it. <laughs> so yeah. yes. Okay, so that's cool. And so what happens is I go to the I go to the browser. And when I click refresh, I'm I'm just amazed, at, you know, as a as an author who doesn't understand the technology, I'm just amazed that I get this beautiful page populated with with a whole bunch of custom choices. By default, I think it's this month, mm -hmm. and then but I have other choices like last thirty days. I can do a custom range. I can pick a day. Um, yep. Wow! Uh, and 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 it's what not even thirty seconds. It probably you know five to ten seconds most uh, maximum. I'm guessing. Absolutely. It's uh, letting the computers do the part they do best so that then you can do the part that the computers can't do, which is making sense of that data and uh, writing the books, which thankfully the computers can't do yet. No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, this kind of begs the question I was going to ask you is, so since you started uh, doing this uh, scribe count, um, have you been able to write or have you just been all focused on helping other writers at this point? Uh, well, uh, I certainly haven't had as much time to write, but I'm sure you're familiar as a, a fellow writer and part-time author helper that the writing sort of comes out on its own time. And so some nights you don't sleep because the story wanted to be written. And <laughs> so it's mostly uh, the story gets its revenge when it, it can. And <laughs> awesome. otherwise we slot everything in. <laughs> <laughs> now we are going to take some live questions from the awesome audience that we have here. I'm just going to pop up a couple of comments so you can see them as uh, Alyssa <laughs> said, who to thunk the best author tools are made by authors because authors Thanks, get Alyssa. it, right? <laughs> and uh, dream team of authors, Lexi says, needs minded, uh, minded people and brilliant developers. Sounds like the ideal. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So can we, uh, I know this is also going to be in an audio feed in our podcast eventually, so I'll try to describe it, but is it worth you talking through some of the screenshots? That oh, I'm absolutely. Yeah. Just give some examples. So yeah. uh, let me just uh, drop a banner here so we get a full view. So this is, what do you call this? This is, uh, you're going to describe this for our listeners, but we're yes. going to pop it up on the screen for viewers. What is the, what is the sexy term that you use for this? Uh, this <laughs> we call this a sunburst. Um, and so you'll see each platform has its own color. Um, so draft to digital will be that lovely purple. Um, you've got the orange for Amazon, the pink for Rekt and Kobo. And then uh, you can- A little tiny Google there, I think. A little blue Google, you can't a, see. A tiny that. blue, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so you can see when you log in um, that you have you know X percent coming out of each platform. And that oh. will also show on the side. Um, and then what's interesting about the 
sunburst and very useful is that you can click into it. Um, Do you want me to show that little video? That absolutely. Kind of okay, yeah. well, and you'll walk us through this little bit. Now, I had to do the, the fake version of this little video uh, <laughs> of how it looks. So, walk us through as we're watching this. Uh, mm -hmm. I think I think we'll be able to hear us as we're as we're walking through the different uh, clicks. Okay, so there you can see the cursors hovering over Rakuten Kobo. If you were to click on it it'll uh, bring all of that data up and just show you that, which means you can also click into each country, uh, be clicking on each book. Um, and that way you could see, for instance, um, that evasion might be partly uh, print or audio or eBooks. Audio is something we'll be expanding into. And it allows you to drill down. So if you see a sudden spike in something, you can click into that and say, okay, where's the spike coming from? Yeah, and it's so responsive. Like I, I, that was a fake slideshow that I put together for for this. But when you click on it, it opens up all of Rakuten Kobo, mm -hmm. and then you can click on the country, and then you know within a second it shows you that country. And over on yep. the right hand side, you've got your your totals, yep. uh, either for the books in that on that platform or the countries. It's a it's a really cool. Really yeah, cool and one of the things that I love about it is that up at the top I can be transitioning over and saying I just want one of my pen names to show because um, I write into two, two main pen names right. or I can set it and just say I only want the books that I've tagged as epic fantasy or urban fantasy okay. and then it can give me the different breakdown and one of the things that's amazing about the sunburst is that if I change the different tags I can sometimes see the proportions of different places just shift immediately. Um, and I have to say, Amanda just commented, said, I've only ever hovered on the sunburst. I had no idea we could click on them. Uh, oh, no. Yeah, mind blown. <laughs> I'm making a gesture for you, Amanda. <laughs> we will make uh, more arrows that go to it. Just like, so, hey, did you know? Similar to, to that, uh, I I think I, I had sent, uh, I, I, I posted a hack to the Wide for the Wind Facebook group. And I said, oh my God, this is a way you can you can tag books. So I tagged all my books in a series. And then I used the tag to see all my series. And then I think you or Randall had commented and said, yeah, it's a filter on the top right. And I went, oh, that's what that little filter symbol's for. <laughs> so I didn't even realize I could filter by series or single title, which was really, really cool. <laughs> And oh, uh, if you're anything like me, also, you've got a whole bunch of books that you published. They were maybe for holiday things. Yeah. And so I've ghosted some of those because they're not available. Like, I'm not selling them anymore or right. they're. And so I have a, a tag that I think is called just tag, tag, tag. That is <laughs> tag, tag, tag. <laughs> all of the random other books. Excellent. <laughs> now, I want to show a couple other images. Uh, so we showed the sunburst, which I'm just popping up on the screen uh, briefly. And this was when I used a custom filter and I said, OK, show me my 2020 sales. Uh, and that took you know a, a few seconds uh, to populate that. And then the, the this I love this is the this map uh, below that is the global map that shows me my 2020 sales. So obviously they're highlighted. I think the deeper the blue that you see on the map, the, the yep. more sales. Uh, and so you can see your global map. You can see on the right-hand side uh, a tally of, of what the, the dollars uh, uh, are. I, I blurred them out um, because I don't want comparisonitis to be happening. Uh, either people you know being jealous of me or other people mocking me. So uh, that's why I blurred those out. But, but just to take a look and go, okay, here's where on all the platforms. 
So on, on Amazon, on Apple, on Barnes Noble, on uh, Kobo, on uh, Google, uh, for example, these, those are the main platforms there. These are the places where I've sold books in 2020. Um, and then I think the other really cool map is there's other anal uh, analytics there. So just high level, so I can see royalties versus units, and you can kind of see the differentiator. Um, and obviously, the you can see where all the freegans are, uh, all the free downloads versus, <laughs> right, as a comparison, so you can kind of get a feel. Like, just um, where did you guys come up with uh, all the ideas for, for these uh, so what we started with was what we wanted to see, what was useful for us. Um, and one of the things is the, that everyone sees data slightly differently. Right. And so customizability on the dashboard is our top request. And that's something that we're working on so that people can say, you know what, I, I really don't do well with pie charts. I would like to see a bar chart. And then we can do that. People can know at a glance, they can log in and they can say, okay, I can see it the way that makes sense to me. Okay. I can set it, for instance, so that this week I'm just going to see this one particular book because I've got a book bub. Right. Um, and so user feedback has been critical for us, for people to log in and say, um, there's in fact already been changes on our dashboard about things that are uh, custom timeframes that people can just do as one click. People were saying, I'd like to see last week. I'd like to see. Um, and so we shifted to this month as the default instead of this week as the default. And right. we brought in the, the different um, total royalties, ebook versus paperback, uh, different, uh, different filtering options. And then that'll continue to change both because you'll be able to change it in the future. Right. for yourself, but also because we'll be coming up with new things and we'll be getting new feedback. So oh, I love that. So I, I love being able to quickly see like just by default, I can see my ebook sales versus my print book sales. Yeah. And so uh, I, I think I'm jumping ahead. There was a question. I'm probably going to just bring up a question early because I think it's related to that. Is it okay if yeah. I pop up a little question? Absolutely. Here? So Amanda, before her mind got blown and, and Amanda's comment is so big, it's hiding us. You have to peek over the... <laughs> Um, so she says, uh, good morning from Montreal. Yay, a fellow Canadian. Uh, two questions. The first one is Ingram Spark a possibility, and that's the the print book. Um, uh, and so I'm gonna I mean, I'll bring back her other question later. So does that mean that uh, you're yes. bringing up other uh, uh, print uh, platforms? Absolutely. So we're going to be doing uh, a couple of things. One is that we'll be adding a manual expense and income tab. So if there's income that, for instance, doesn't come through a platform at all, if you're um, just some contract writing or things like that, you can, you can put that right in. Author, for, for example, I <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then if you have uh, income that's coming through a platform we haven't added yet, you'll also be able to manually do that. And we'll just be bringing in platforms until we run out. So Ingram okay. Spark is on there. Uh, all of them, Smashwords, um, some of wow. the apps uh, we're looking at. It's, uh, We'll put them roughly in order of what people are requesting and okay. go from there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So right now, for example, I do have print books with KDP Print. Mm -hmm. uh, I am in the D2D print beta program. I'm lucky. I know some people. I got into the beta program. <laughs> and and I do have books with Ingram Spark. So that means very soon. Right now, I'm able to see KDP Print and I'm able to see D2D Print. But very soon, I'll be able to go, oh, and now here are my Ingram Spark uh, print titles. Exactly. Okay. Wow, that is cool. So Smashwords was far and away the most requested in Groomer Spark. Um, 
A lot right. of them are, are pretty much tied after that Ingram Spark. We've had a lot of requests for Find A Way and uh, Audible, obviously, oh, and some audio books are coming. Audio, of course, <laughs> yeah, that's really yeah. exciting. So uh, amazing. Um, wow, uh, that that's going to be really, really cool. Because, yeah, I mean, I, I've had to go and take all these separate spreadsheets and, <laughs> and, and compare them. And then, and then I would take my traditionally published income and then my other mixed revenue, which is kind of all over the place. And then put them all together and go, okay, now I know what I did. Because that view ahead of 2020 is right now just mm -hmm. ebook and print through drive to digital and, and, uh, and, and, uh, exactly. Uh, okay. Wow. So uh, I guess the next question I was going to have, cause it is, I'm asking this cause I'm selfish and I get to ask you in front of <laughs> everyone. Is, so I do publish to, uh, Apple and to, uh, Barnes and Noble as two of the mm -hmm. big five, uh, retailers. I publish through a uh, draft to digital and my map, when you, when you looked at it and I'll just pop it up really uh, briefly so we can kind of yes. see it. So when I look at it, I go, okay, so there's Amazon and there's, uh, Kobo and there's Google, which is actually growing really nicely this year, you know, which you can't <laughs> quite see the little white sliver there. And then, um, draft to digital is really not just draft to digital, but it's, mm -hmm. um, for, for me, it is yes. uh, mostly Apple and Barnes and Noble, then a whole bunch of other places, but it, it is even because of the payment splitting. And I have more and more projects where I'm publishing to everywhere through draft to digital. So, I will have Amazon sales and Kobo sales and Apple and Barnes and Noble is and one of the things I was hoping to be able to see is, I mean, I, you, you know, I love draft to digital. I'm a little partial to <laughs> a wonderful company, but I don't really care that it's draft to digital. I care about the retailer because I want to know how the retailer is performing. It doesn't matter how I got to the retailer. Yep. So that's what I'm curious about. Yes, and that is uh, that is also a top request, um, and will be relevant also, of course, with Smashwords. Um, okay. So we will be able to filter out and see, you know, you're getting your draft to digital sales via Apple, via um, Barnes and Noble, and this will be one of the things that we'll likely uh, release one version of to start with, right? Um, and then as people give feedback we'll be looking at making it adaptable. So for instance, when you log in, uh, if you publish to multiple sources, uh, it's, I'm sorry, I'm getting a slight echo. Oops. Um, you'll have the choice of whether or not you want it to come in as draft to digital first and then segmented by retailer. Right. Or do you want it by retailer with a slight indication that part of that is yeah. draft to digital? And, and so that's, that's, that's the question. Right? Yeah. And I think that's one of those things yeah. that it simply is adaptable by author. It, not every author is going to want that the same way. And so right. because what we're in the business of is giving people data, it only makes sense that we're adaptable to how they get that. Yeah, because, for example, like I do I do have uh, titles in Smashwords as well. And so some of the titles, like I'm, I'm using, you know, Kobo directly. I'm using Kobo through Smashwords. I'm using Kobo through draft to digital And so there's all these weird combinations of stuff. Yeah. I, and I guess every author has their own weird uh, dog's breakfast of the way that they've published, right? Yes. Yeah, and of course, then there's also the question of how do we show, once we've got 45 platforms that we're looking at, we right. want to make it so that it's not just a dizzying array and you look on and I mean, how can you really tell if 145th of the sunburst is slightly larger than it used to be? And so there will be <laughs> options to make that more visually accessible. There will be a, you know, if you're under 5% of total sales, you 
you filter into the other category or oh, things like, like that. that. Okay. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So that is uh, that is uh, quite amazing. I think the the customizable customizability and the flexibility is awesome. But you know, something we haven't touched on is. Um, this must cost for a beginning author if I'm just starting out and I, I've only got like, you know, maybe I'm, I've sold five books in all of 2020. And I mean, I've got to pay at least $100 a month for this service, this quick service. I right? sold two books in my first year. Yeah. And one of them was to me. <laughs> just to make sure it was working. So if you're selling five books in your first year, oh. <laughs> So, but, but I mean, so, so a beginning author, they don't have a lot of sales, but they no. want an analysis tool to help them build their sales. Uh, I think there, there isn't a chicken egg issue here because I think your payment structure, I'd love you to tell us about how, yes. how much, how many thousands of dollars is this going to cost me? That sounds like an infomercial, doesn't it? Well, there <laughs> is. Be uh, we're, it? <laughs> we're happy to announce for April 1st that there is a special tier for $1,000 a month no, no where problem. one of the founding team will stand behind you and every time a sale comes in, we'll go ding and poke <laughs> you on the shoulder. So that is a little bit more expensive. <laughs> Can I apply to be one of the ding people? I would like to do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we can be, you know, we can ring a bell. You know, it's really, we want to be customer focused on this. So okay. whatever sound effect works for you. A little choir of angels. Every time a bell oh. rings, an author got a sale. <laughs> oh. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but how much, let's yes. say, let's say I'm only bringing in a hundred dollars a month. How much yes. is this going to cost me as an author? Nothing. What? It will cost you nothing until you are making over $500 a month. So we've all American. been baby authors. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No, no, seriously. So so if I'm not making $500 a month, I can go in there. I can check it out. I can yep. use all the tools for free. All of the features. All those features. And hopefully it helps me get to above $500 a month. So Exactly. You know, that is part of our hope is we, uh, in the indie author community, I found people are just so helpful. Randall and I have both been the beneficiaries of so much advice, so much guidance and mentorship. And so I think every indie author is saying to the baby authors, don't make the mistakes I made. Here, I'll, I'll make this easier for you. Right. And so we want to provide this to the new authors um, and say you're coming back after a big hiatus, which is something that I actually did quite recently and had to sort of uh, start revitalizing my backlist you really right. need that data. But if you're bringing in $100 a month, $200 a month, paying for an extra tool is really not something that you can afford or that you should have to do. Right. Um, and so as you grow through the tiers, uh, so 500 to $1,000, you'll be paying $15 a month, okay. um, 1000 to 5000 $20 a month, and 5000 and up is 25 Um but when you're just starting out uh, or you're getting back into things, it, you'll be able to use all of the features. It doesn't matter which payment tier you're in. And uh, that will change. It'll be based on uh, the data from two months prior. So if you sign up anytime in April, it'll be the data from February. That data is concrete. It means we know that all of the returns have been counted and all of that. Right. Okay. Um, and so it'll you'll be paying based on that month. And then that will roll forward and okay. it goes up and down. 
So if you made $5,000 in one month, uh, and then the next month, I don't know, uh, Amazon went offline <laughs> and draft to digital crashed and all you have never, is never. like Tolino and, yeah, you know, that's um, true, yeah. <laughs> you, you took all your because you just wanted a break. You wanted to stop making money. <laughs> yeah. You were just like, I, I don't know. I don't think I want to do this anymore. You know. Okay. We won't make you keep paying. <laughs> okay. Wow. Um, and that actually kind of leads to a question. So I think it was one of Amanda's other questions. I'm going to pop it up uh, on the screen yeah. for a second. And I think it was, is there any way we can have reports on returns? Like when they happen, on which book, from where? And, yep. and, and I have to say, thank you so much for ScribeCoach. She says, I love it. Oh, thank you. Uh, we are glad you are enjoying that. And yes, uh, two-pronged. So returns and then also pre-orders. Are things that we're looking at because those are both pre-orders. Yeah, Whoa. I like pre-orders more than I like returns. Uh, I also like pre-orders more than I like returns, but <laughs> uh, but yes, we will be uh, we'll be working on that and bringing that in. Awesome, cool. Um, going to bring up a few more comments just because I think yeah. they're worthwhile. Uh, Susie O'Connell says a loving scribe count so far. Yay! Yay! Um, and Nadine uh, said, uh, I didn't know about filter by series. <gasps> Nadine, you and me both. I didn't know there's that little filter thing. It looks like a little funnel, like your oil thing for your car. Uh, one of those little for funnels. me, it was I managed to miss that you could just filter by um, pen name. And so I had tagged all my books by pen name. And then... Oh. Like I, I had missed that. Yeah, heard. you did the same yeah. thing I did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Similar>. <laughs> uh, Amanda says it's great for figuring out read through. Because so how does that? How does read through? How how do you figure out read through using Scribe Count? Yes. So what you'll be looking at is you can look at your series um, and just look. Say okay. So here is. Um, I'll use my light and shadow series. Uh, I bring that one up and I can see how many, for me, it's first in series free is Shadowborn. So I would look at how many are going, are being sold with Shadowborn, scroll down to the bottom um, where it shows total royalties, total sales. And I can see across different platforms. And then if I click into different platforms, I can see different read through. So there was a, a recent wow. post that, um, was made by Erin Wright over at Wide for the Win, where she talked about the fact that, hi, Erin, <laughs> where she talked about the fact that her read through um, and the amount of paid books that she's moving compared to free books is vastly different at different retailers. And so that is another thing to watch. And it's something that's right. very good to see. Love that. Oh, that is really, really cool. Um, so yeah, I love that uh, analytics because that is really going to help authors with getting uh getting to the to the next point yep so, all right yes and we will also be looking at uh measures of re responsivity to advertising as well as velocity of books to say right. hey you had a promo on this book you marked down um it really doesn't look like it budged right. versus you had a promo on this book and boy howdy did it just go through the roof so wow that is really, really cool. Posting a comment from Sasha, who says, I'm glad Hi, I caught Sasha. this. Hi, <laughs> Sasha. going everywhere. Uh, now, Aaron, Aaron does say hello back to you. There you go. So I got that. <laughs> Nadine says, it's so worthy. I'm, a, I'm an accountant by day job, and that gives me all the data I need. I guess that's a good thing to hear, right, from the accountant? Best endorsement. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Nadine. <laughs> Nadine, reach out to Scribe Count if you're looking to give them a testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, what are some of the, uh, and again, any, any questions that people have, just drop them in the comments. I can ask, uh, I can ask those questions. What are some of the questions that have caught you off guard so far? Because I know, you know, I've, I've been sort of pestering you with, oh, can you have, can I have this? Can I have this? Is there anything that caught you by surprise? Um, I'm sorting back through questions. Most of them have been variations. Um, there were a, a surprising number of people who have multiple accounts at oh. different um, okay. at different retailers. So like you've got a publishing house versus you've got your own books under your own tax ID. Right. Um, and so that's a, a huge puzzle for the development team. How are you pulling data in multiple places at once? Uh, that was surprising. Okay. Um, other than that, it's mostly been just variations on the theme. Uh, Randall and I had the first surprise comment for our development team, which was we started working on merging books and um, oh, yeah. immediately merged the wrong books. And it turns out that demerge is way more difficult to program than just merging books in the first place. So we were, of course, about merge. What, what uh, okay. So Merge Books is uh, at different retailers, you might put the title slightly differently or they might display the title slightly differently, right. which means that as we're pulling in the data, those appear to be two different books to scribe count. Right. Um, it's a computer. It doesn't, it doesn't realize that Shadowborn with a little colon after it is completely different from... Right. <laughs> is that because yeah. like maybe you have a, a, a real ISBN on some platforms, then an ASIN, then the Kobo dummy yeah. ISBN and all those things? And some, so for instance, Barnes and Noble, I think is the one that doesn't really show um, subtitles. And so if you want the subtitle, you put it in the title field and, yeah. um, and then scribe count thinks it's two different books. <laughs> uh, so you go and you, on the uh, bookshelf tab, which is three down, there's a little manage books drop down and merge books is one of the options. So you okay. can merge all of the different versions of the book and just see, okay, how's this one book doing across all of the different platforms? Um, and if you're like me, you will probably misclick at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so be very careful. Uh, so our development team is very kindly working on a demerge option, which they've described to us as uh, making soup. So if you're making soup, you dump all of the carrots into the pot and then uh, if you're trying to demerge, you're trying to like fish all of the carrots back out again, which is and the possible, flavor. but harder. <laughs> and, and you're trying to get the flavor of the carrots out of the soup. Too, yeah, exactly. It's, it's just a whole Is it Because it's mess. so hot, they've started to melt. Yes. <laughs> so for now, be very careful when merging. Don't make my mistakes. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Um, so the other thing you talked about earlier, just to explain this, so you've ghosted a book. Now, that's not that you stopped texting the, go the, the book back, right? When it's like, hey, what, what happened? I thought we hey, were when friends. are you going to finish me? <laughs> <laughs> But what is, what is ghosting a book? Uh, so ghosting is maybe there's a book that you don't want to see anymore or you uh, you had a pen name back in the day and every once in a while it puts through some sales, but you don't really care about it or okay. um, it, it's just something that you don't want to see come up on your main, your main feed. You can, under the manage books uh, thing, ghost that book it'll still show up on your bookshelf but in all of your analytics it won't show so if you were to download your csv file of you know the past three months it wouldn't be there 
Oh, okay, neat. So it's just you can kind of ignore it, just like ghosting yeah. somebody in real life. Exactly. Okay. Pockets number, you know. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. Um, so I guess I guess the question I have from from I've, I, I mentioned I do a lot of um, collaborative projects through Draft to Digital's payment splitting, which is very convenient because then I don't have to worry about taking money and giving money away. D D D does it all for me. <laughs> yes. Um, so when I'm looking at uh, payment split titles right now, I'm just seeing the. Am I actually seeing? This is a question I, I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Am I actually seeing the dollars I'm making, or am I seeing the dollars the book is making? This is a question. You're seeing I, the dollars you're making. Okay, so it is taking that now. into account. Um, yeah. All right, and then if I, I guess, okay, interesting. Yep. Um, and one of the things that we're looking at for the future is people being able to give permissions much the way D2D does uh, for sharing a series to say, hey, I'm tagged on this series uh, and my royalty split is 30% of the revenues. And both people will agree on, you know, what those terms are and then it will show the data. So it it shows it coming in and say you co-author a book with someone, you aren't able to publish it through a platform that has a royalty split auto made for you it's still going to show you just what your share is for that month. Okay. That is really, really cool because yeah. that's the thing you're tracking. You're like, okay. Exactly. With the retailer or that's what D2D is telling you. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously it all makes sense to have a, a certain view. If you're publishing multiple books with multiple people, you may want to look at what your whole revenue will be for that month. But then you can also switch over and say, okay, this is my share of what's coming in. Wow. So um, uh, I want to get to a little bit more technical yeah. stuff. Uh, so um, it's browser-based. Are there certain browsers? Like if I'm using a mm. Netscape browser, is that a good browser to use for this? Or um, it, It's never a good browser to use. <laughs> <laughs> My apologies to Netscape. <laughs> <laughs> Love them. They were good once. <laughs> once. <laughs> um, so right now we've got Firefox. We've got Chrome. We've got Internet Explorer. Safari, uh, those who use Apple products know Apple tends to sort of march to the beat of their own drum, which can be immensely useful. It can also be very difficult when you're trying to do things like browser extensions. So we're still fine tuning the Safari extension. That will be there soon. And you have, uh, you've pre-answered uh, Mary's question on yes. if there are any work on Scribecount will work with Safari. There so isn't a specific ETA, Mary. I am so sorry, but it will be soon. So Okay. But the, main, the, main, the main browsers, right? The main ones still. Okay, that's really, really cool. Yep. Um, and, and yeah, now the question we have to figure out is, does Netscape actually still exist, Aaron asks. I don't know. So, I don't know. It, uh, I, go to, I go to MySpace from it all the time. So, <laughs> so we, do have, uh, we do have room for questions uh, for, from, from the live studio audience from around the world, including at least... At least two Canadians uh, in here with me that I saw that. Was it uh, Canadians for the win, Amanda said, because um, Nadine apparently is also ah, from Montreal. Nice. There we go. So um, so I'm going to, while we're waiting for other questions, yeah. I am actually going to ask you, so what are you, what are you working on now? That's like, what, are you writing, what are you writing right now? What am I writing right now? Yeah. Uh, I am writing an epic fantasy series okay. that is uh, – I mean, it's it's got all of the different things I like. It's got the magic. It's got the 
demonic invasion. It's got all of that stuff. But it also has, um, I don't know if you've ever had the experience of watching a movie or reading a book and something goes horribly wrong and the character just sort of shimmies up a wall or lies their way out of uh, out of capture glibly. And you think, God, I would be so dead if that were me. <laughs> I would be so bad at all of that. And so a lot of the characters in the book are characters who were not trained for the situations in which they find themselves and are just okay. like, I don't. Now would definitely be the time to like hack and slash my way out of this group, but I have never handled a sword in my life. So I have no idea what to do. Um, so it's that. been immensely fun to write and it'll, all of that will be coming out next year. So. Oh, that is awesome. And so I'm, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you actually have time. Well, see, now that you've uh, helped build this tool and, and then you can get some more analytics and then you know what's working in what countries and what platforms, right? Yep, and All that'll definitely be me uh, me sending huge shipments of coffee beans to the developer saying, can you get pre-orders working? Can you? Can you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be so cool because, I mean, I've already seen some uh, some pre-orders on some series uh, books that I've been pushing, and I'm pretty thrilled. I was like, yeah, I guess I should write that book now now that, I've seen, now that there's a bunch of pre-orders for it, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, the indie world. <laughs> I have um, uh, this very, very important question that we have to answer from Susie. It says that my stepdad was raised in British Columbia. Does that count? That counts. Vicariously. It does count? Okay. So she's vicariously Canadian. Welcome, Susie. We have some poutine and maple syrup for you. So, uh, okay. I, I'm in Minnesota. Does that count? <laughs> 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 so uh, this, I, I think this is a comment uh, from uh, Zara saying, please wait while we process your information. Is that a, uh, is, is taking a very long time? Is that a. Um, I, could I have slightly more info? I don't know if you're. Yeah. Oh, if, if there's slightly more information, if not, uh, um, where, where can on... they email people? What? Where can they uh, email their questions to Scribe Oh, Camp? yes, absolutely. Uh, so they can email support at scribecount.com. Okay. Or there is a little blue support button in the bottom right-hand corner that has a tiny question mark. You can also click on that and it'll send things directly through to us. Okay. Uh, the support at scribecount.com email goes to the exact same place. Okay. Um, so Zara, if you're still watching, if you can send in slightly more information um, as to which screen you're on, is this your first doing setup or your first doing, uh, let me know. Sometimes okay. it can take a few syncs. Uh, each of them are about 15 minutes. So if yeah. you're, uh, you first logged in and you're trying to pull data, for instance, back to 2007, it may take a few of those 15 minute syncs to get everything pulled in. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, because Amazon looks at this person knocking at the door who's coming and been like, hello, could I have all of your information, please? Like, Okay. Really? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Well, that's that's really, really cool. Um, and this is a question that Dean brings up that I think is kind of pertinent. So uh, I think talking about pre-orders, which you can't see through your Kobo Writing Life dashboard, does that mean if if you can't see it through Kobo Writing Life dashboard, that mean, does that mean you probably can't get it? Yeah, we have. Um, so each platform does things slightly differently. Um, and Kobo brings to mind another issue, which is that you can see free uh, data on Kobo for that month, but you can't see it in the reports, right. which means that the way ScribeCount works is once a month is closed, we pull directly from the sales reports. And so people's free units on Kobo disappear. People say, I, I know I had them. Where did they go? And the thing is, well, they're invisible on Kobo now. So uh, pre-orders 
will have to find a way to get them. And that will be slightly different for every platform. So it'll be, uh, okay. usually we try to work directly with platforms on that to say, hey, right. uh, for instance, we're working directly with draft to digital um, to get how. breakdown. Who knows? Who knows? Who know Actually, there are some people there that you can get yeah. in contact with. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, let, let me just, uh, so this was, uh, uh, Zara was confirming it was ah! a screen set up and thank you. Okay. Uh, let us know if it starts to work during this. If not, email us at support at scribedown.com and I will Hang on, I'll bring that up again. There it is. Support at scribedown.com. Yeah, so hopefully <laughs> it's, it's starting to, to come through now and you're seeing. Okay. And then, oh, uh, Randall, Randall is offering uh, his suggestion. He's saying, if you're talking about picking the default date range, then, oh, hang on. No, this is, he's answering a question that I was going to ask yes. you. So uh, Aaron asks, uh, but right now it, it decides that it's going to show me daily, monthly. Uh, can I control that? Like, I think, yes. can she set a default that says, when I log on, I only care about, you know, my default is this, not 30 days, not yeah, you will be able to set that. That's not um, okay. on, it's on deck. It is not deployed yet. So okay. that's what Randall was an answering as I thought he was leaving the car. He was like, no, he's answering a question from the <laughs> from the field. <laughs> it's a tag team, right? He's answering the text questions. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, Thanks, okay, so uh, Lois asks, uh, and I, this is my question. What about breaking out Apple and BNN within D2D and uh, global diversity? Um, I'll get to global diversity in a moment. Yes, we will be breaking out Apple and BNN. Uh, for global diversity, slightly more information. Are you talking about uh, publishing platforms in, say, China or India or things like that, or Tolino? Or um, if so, we are absolutely looking at those. Um, and it's it's by request, right? So it's by popularity. So the more authors that are, are requesting it, the more likely you're going to... Yes. Okay. So if you have a request, absolutely email us to let us know. Uh, we'll also be seeking out different platforms to make sure that, okay. you know, if there's a platform out there, even if no one has requested it, we can, we can <laughs> still provide it. Because um, cool. if it's out there, if it's generating a lot of data, someone probably wants it, even if they haven't emailed us. Oh, that's good. That's good. And and it's there when you show up, which is kind of handy. Yeah. So, so I good news. Again, Randall's just sharing in the comments that Safari uh -huh. is for May. Yeah, May. Um, that is awesome. Yeah. I was just about broke into a Joan Jet and the Black Arts song. So, <laughs> so um in my head it's still uh, January, so I was like, oh May. And then I realized, oh no, it's April now. It's April. Uh, so D to D data comes in as oh yeah, the, oh that's what she's talking about. So D to D data <gasps> comes in as is US, because it's a US company or other, not as Canada, I which see. would be where most of my Kobo sales would probably be, right? That kind of thing. I okay. see. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That's a uh, that's something you'll have to work with the good folks at D to D to see if you can get, I imagine. Yeah, I hear their team is good, so we should be oh, able yeah. to uh, to make smart people. Work. Some of them are bald, good looking, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, or very okay, nice suit jackets. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, about three minutes left. If there's any yes. other uh, questions uh, from the live awesome studio audience, and if not, I'm gonna probably um, ask another question of my own. Oh. Did you have any questions? Because I thought, hey, why am I putting you on the spot the whole time? I'm happy to answer any. <laughs> your questions yes is there like a, a special uh tag i can put on my books to just hit number one on d2d every time or 
just like a, a little hack code there. Yeah, actually, yeah, but we don't tell anyone because that would oh, okay. make it yeah, way yeah. too easy. Yeah, we right. want. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. Keep it fast. Keep it fast. Okay, cool. Uh, oh, yeah, I can't uh, the live the live awesome studio audience uh, can't post any screenshots. Oh, screenshots would be so nice. Unfortunately, that's not a feature. I'm afraid. Sorry. So I'll have to talk to StreamYard about that. But they are not our guests this week. Our guest this week was was Philippa Werner from Scribecamp. Philippa, thank you so much for, for hanging you. out with me today. Thank you to the Wonderful. awesome live studio audience for, yes. for asking some great questions. Um, so people can find out about ScribeCount. Where can they find out? ScribeCount.com. ScribeCount.com. So it's kind of like this email address, but without the support at. Yeah, that's because I had to change Very it. like. <laughs> so I just want to remind folks uh, that we do these uh, semi-regularly, these uh, draft digital self-publishing insiders. If you want to be notified, when you go to your dash draft digital dashboard, you'll see upcoming shows posted in the a banner on the top left. You can watch these live on Facebook, on YouTube. While you're there, follow us on Facebook. Follow us, subscribe, and click that little bell dingy to be notified when we post new videos. Because not only do we post these new videos to YouTube, but the lovely Kevin Tumlinson, my colleague, who has the lovely, beautiful voice, does lots of great walkthrough videos and explains all kinds of really cool, snazzy things that you can use with draft to digital and yeah of course so there's uh, scribecount.com Alyssa's just posting maybe Alyssa. <laughs> Alyssa is posting from uh from there as well and and, and draft to digital too they're they're cool people <laughs> i like them so cool um oh uh i guess one quick last question yes. um will there be potentially for uh affiliate or partner yes we will be rolling out an affiliate program for all users uh and stay tuned because that will be out shortly Awesome. Well, Philippa, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And thank you, thank you to the live studio audience. And um, yes. a happy writing to everyone out there in the universe. And happy data analytics while you're doing that. It's not as scary as you think. We will make it pretty. Thank you so we'll much. make it very, very pretty, right? <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks, everyone. Uh, take care, Philippa. Just see everyone. That's it for this week's Self-Publishing Insiders with draft to digital Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts and share the show with your will-be author friends. And start, build, and grow your own self-publishing career right now at draft2digital.com.